Hey, hey, we're the Astro Twins, Tali and Ophira Adit. We're identical twin sisters and astrologers to the stars. Welcome to the Astropreneurs Podcast, the place to be for soul-centered, star-powered business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs. Hey, hey, everyone, it's Talia, dude, from the Astro Twins, and I am here with Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist, astrostyle.com's official numerologist, and we're here to talk astro numerology for March, which is a three-month. How are you doing, Felicia? I am great, and I'm ready for the three-month. How about you? I, you know, the two-month was pretty good for me. It was a lot of, I really, you know, I did took your advice, did a lot of relationship building and partnering, but definitely feeling ready for the new vibe to come in. And I know, you know, you are a three life path. You're probably especially ready for your month, huh? I am actually. And it's so, it's always so interesting to look, you know, even from the long view and to think, well, March is a three month. And for those of you who uh, don't really know what what the three is in numerology. The three is all about um, creative self-expression. It's emotional sensitivity. It's all about communication and fun and sociability, all of those things. And so it, it really is fun to think that it's actually kind of that opening of springtime, right? Where... You know, where it brings in that new energy, that more optimistic, you know, I, I know everybody right now, Dolly, who's like, oh, dear God, get me out of this kind of end of winter doldrums or this lumpiness yeah. of just, and so it's it's really that buoyant three energy that comes in um, in the springtime. Reasonable so, joy, right? It is joy. And, you know, it's kind of really this time to wiggle out of this cocoon that we're in and out of, or out of hibernation, right? And begin to infuse some of this new mojo into your world. So I like it. I like, yeah. I, like the, I love the idea of infusion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to do something a little bit different for those of you who've been listening to the Astro Numerology podcast. What we've done in the past is we've gone through all the life path numbers. And you know what? We thought about it. We're like, you know, the three, um, the three month really is kind of an energy that we're all under, no matter what your life path is. Um, you know, and and you can on astrostyle.com/numerology. You can go. We've got a calculator. Find out your life path number. It's kind of like your sun. In fact, it is the equivalent of like your sun sign in astrology. It really is kind of the essence of your personality and who you are. And it's great to know and understand that as well as learn about the other ones and they're all there. But what we're, we're going to do is really just go through the energy of three and we'll tell you, you know, for each life path, is this, is this a challenging energy to integrate or an easy one, or if there's anything you need to know specifically, but listen in to how to work with this three because no matter when you were born you're we're all just like it's um pisces season until the 19th 20th every year and aries season after that we're all kind of moving collectively into that spirit so you know um the three you know as the three month begins it really does blend with the pisces energy um, which is more dreamy, flowy, intuitive. What do you say that that 
is maybe a better part of the month to really do the more creative self-development work of the three? Uh, yeah, I would th- very much so. And it does, you know, flow together in, in this beautiful way because it is, you know, the, 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 the hallmark for the three is about really digging into and having trust in your, your creativity, your emotional acuity. It's really a time for all of us again in March collectively, as we're talking about, you know, the collective energy here, it's, uh, I would say it's uh, very much going to push our, push our buttons Mm -hmm. in a good way on the emotional expression realm. And that can be different layers, right? It can be, because I, I like to say that the three is always learning how to speak your truth and yet that's kind of a, you know, uh, wah, 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 kind of cliche, right. you know, it's like easier when Aries season begins. Huh? <laughs> and yet the, what I like to, what, how I like to gain perspective around speaking your truth is when the three is involved, usually it means, usually I think, honestly, many of us don't really know what our truth is. And also, and also to come to a deeper level of understanding that truth is multiple, right? Right. And so it it really is allowing us this open door to really dig into and get into more depth around those questions in our life. Like what is, and how do we speak our truth and yet be, um, and, and respect others' truths? Simultaneous. I mean, in this world of social media and tweet storming, everybody feels really entitled to speak their truth and share their opinion on just about everything, whether it was requested or (laughs) not. And the thing is, I've also noticed that we can be a lot, you know, given the immediacy of communication, you know, and then an audience. There's also a big, you know, like our truth as human beings can fluctuate based on our mood and our emotional state. Yet once it's out there in 140 characters or a meme or a timeline post or a text, you know, you can't take it back. I think people know that and and truth has become very subjective as a result, but you know, how can we, how can we lean into a three months energy to kind of, is this a time to sort of go inward and be a little more, what is, you know, philosophical or do we find our truth through dialogue or another way? Well, I think it's, I think it's a combination thereof, right? And it depends on where we are individually. And yet collectively, the, the energy of the three is, is less about going inward it's more about expression, expressing outward. Mm, okay. It's, it's more about self-improvement, self-expression. It's more social. It's more gregarious. It's more, you know, witty and fun and light and buoyant and active. So rather speak than, your truth with a disclaimer like, guys, I'm just trying this on. Or right. I don't know if I'm I, right about this or not, but I've been kind yeah. of thinking X, Y, Z. Yeah, a, a great one is, ooh, I th- I'm just thinking out loud, and, you know, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Knowing the difference between truth and opinion and speculation, you know, a hypothesis 
you know, versus a theory, if you will. So, yeah, or, I'm, or, or this is what I've been thinking. And then you can talk to someone and go, Ooh, that, you know, what you just mentioned there really changes my perspective on that. I mean, <laughs> how simple is that? Right. And yet it, 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 it demands that kind of interplay, that kind of um, dynamic interchange. And it, it's, it's a matter of true listening, right? Um, that we all benefit from. And with that three energy, the three always wants to be heard. Mm. The deepest, deepest. So the cacophony of, a, of voices is going to get pretty loud in March, huh? Oh, yes. And yet, you know, also the, you know, the, there's always the, the challenge points there. And needless to say, when we're talking numerology or any of these other ologies, we're always talking about, um, you know, the challenges that come into play with those energies are always going to be the opposite, right? So you, even if you just are listening to Tali and I for, you know, however many times we've been, you know, talking numerology and astrology, we're always kind of doing the push and pull with, with the opposite whole of it. So for instance, if, if it's all about optimism and joy and expression, we can kind of do the default into maybe feeling sad, maybe feeling hopeless, maybe feeling depressed, maybe feeling really blocked in our, in, in, in our ability to uh, express emotionally. So those things will also be in the mix for all of us. You know, I, I love that you brought that up because I think when a new energy comes in as it does every, every month, uh, both astrologically and numerologically, everything that is not in alignment with that will first uh, rise up to be transformed or worked through or processed um, in order to embrace a new way of being, a new energy, you have to, you have to synthesize with it too. And that does mean seeing where you're not, you know, in, in yeah. alignment. And again, maybe you don't want, you know, that, which is a good, maybe this is a good moment to ask you which life path numbers might have a hard time aligning with that joyful, creative, um, self-reflective uh, uh, energy of the three month. Are there any that you could see having like a little bit of a tough time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking fours already, you know? Yeah, the four. Um, and again, we, we always say this lovingly and uh, I always love uh, to, to highlight again that there's never any criticism or judgment when we're talking anything astrology or numerology. It's just these patterns, right, of behaviors that we all have. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to look at, uh, to put it all on the table and look at it. So with that said, yes, the four, the four and the three don't get each other. You know, the four is more like just suck it up and get going, get, you know, put it on your calendar. Uh, your emotions are, are a superfluous, um, almost useless. <laughs> yeah. Accoutrement to uh, to what you're to what you're dealing with, and that which is not to say that fours don't have an amazing reservoir of emotions. They just look at it a little bit more like it's a task to be dealt with. Right. They want right. to put their heads down. Yeah. Like, why are you navel for them? Like, processing oh. is navel gazing, right? It's it's just so indulgent. You know, <laughs> indulge, right? So yeah. fours, you may, you know, if your life path is four, you know, 
you might want to want, look, notice where you've been maybe suppressing some of that examination or your own playful spirit a bit. Yeah. And I would say if you are for life path, this is, this gives you kind of a little bit of a golden ticket to lighten up a little bit. And, and even if it's not digging more into your emotional life, it's even just taking a little bit of a break. We always talk about that with the, with the four, but getting some, you know, having a little fun, whatever that is serious, they get serious, but you yeah. know, yeah. How about the eights? Would they also have a little bit of a hard time with that? You know, eights might have a bit of a, a go with it because again, they're always burning that midnight oil in terms of work off, you know, often, unless they're doing just the opposite, if you <laughs> to go back to what we first talked about. Um, so eights, yeah, they eights again have a reservoir of emotions, but just like they are kind of the higher octave of the four you know, very right. much about business and work and getting things done. So that kind of frolicky sort of light attitude can be slightly annoying for that. And I would also say the seven uh, can get a bit perturbed with the with the energy of the three, because oh. um, the, the seven is a little bit more ponderous, more internal so well. And yet it's, it's more, the, the difference is, is that the three is about being ponderous and it, about emotional states, like really examining that. And, and sevens are here to attempt to do some of that, but that's a much more foreign country to them. Um, is They're more philosophical, analytical, right? Yeah, much more the brainiac and much more trying to dissect something with the Gantt chart and everything, you know, in the Excel <laughs> spreadsheet rather than go to group therapy and, and, and scream and, you know, and rip up a pillow or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you your Venn diagrams away from the... <laughs> you know, I mean, the sevens and eights, I don't know if you've seen this, but I happen to know they're... Um, they're really good at coming up with systems to yes. like understand your feelings. But when it actually yeah. comes to getting it down in there and really saying that, yeah, they can be a bit more resistant. Yeah. And that's a really great observation. They're, they're good about, about putting them down somewhere and yet to actually experience it. And we know people who like seriously aren't what we would call it in this, you know, the healers, light workers, sort of esoteric circles, not in their body. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's that kind of thing where they can examine it, but they're not in it. You know, oh, sure. and it's funny because I actually just had a seven life path client the other day who was a lovely divine uh, young woman. And she was talking about how she's at this precipice of dealing with her emotions. And she said, to be quite honest, I have always seen my emotions as just useless. Huh. They have no use for me. And I thought oh, that was a really interesting way of putting it. Well, sevens, we're about to get utilitarian with your emotions in March. So get ready. And I'm thinking about which life paths probably enjoy the heck out of a, a three month. Uh, I, who, who would you say kind of, I would think fives and ones, right? Because they're yeah. very playful. Uh, and fives yeah. definitely are synergistic. It's just like, oh my God, watch out for the Tasmanian devil of the five and the three <laughs> energy. You know, it's like, ah, <laughs> like right. where, 
did did that did that five just fly by like a lightning bolt? Yeah, it's uh, but the five is very uh, you know in simpatico with that with that three energy. The danger zone there is in excess and a bit more indulgence. We've used that word again in terms of the emotional stratosphere, right? Twos can can um, do well with the three oh. energy in terms of if they, again, twos are learning, they are so emotionally based and yet uh, learning how to, again, maybe bring that into having more fun rather than being so, um, um, what, I don't want to say beaten down, (laughs) but, you know, so heavy with emotional responsibility. Or maybe um, even taking the month to turn some of that, that lens inward to do some of their own work instead of, to yeah. be their very generous souls, always looking outward, wanting to help everyone else, but like yeah. actually being a bit like, hey, go go do your own group therapy. Don't go to your friend's meeting just to support or something, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a really great way of differentiating that. But yeah, absolutely. And the one, um, you know, the one, I don't know. Sometimes I think they can really tap into the creativity part, uh, the emotions part, maybe not so, not as, you know, not so much. <laughs> right, it can be a little bit trying on their... The yeah. ones want to get it done, right? Yeah. And this and the six uh, can really benefit from the three energy because sixes are incredibly, again, um, you know, the the responsibility, the, the the ones who love and care for everyone, and, and you know, learning how to have those boundaries around it. But but the creativity for a six, that that infusion of that energy, the three and the six are very again congruent in the way nice. in which they kind of operate that way, and then the nine. The nine also can, as you know, the three, six, and nine kind of get each other in the terms of the energetic vibe. They're all the very, they're all very creative. So the the nine can take that. The emotions part is a little bit more of a bungee jump for them. Okay, but uh, <laughs> nines are very, they're there for you, but they yeah. don't always. They're a little detached sometimes. They're like a not a detached, might be above it all, like been there, done that in a past life. Right. Right. And they're, and they're also just to be honest, they're kind of off in their own little world. A lot of times, you know, they're just over in another, in another time, place and dimension. And, uh, I think they kind of rival the sevens in that regard. Ah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. But it is a number of spiritual illumination. I'm having a nine year I know. So yeah, I'm feeling it. You know what's so funny? I was just thinking yesterday, and these are the, these are the, the this is maybe oversharing in the way that my mind works, but I'm going along, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, isn't it fascinating? So many nine life paths have that are well known have one have, have go by one name, like, like Adele, Adele, oh, Malala, you know, the young young, Elvis, Elvis Presley. Um, there's, there, um, there's several, um, who else? Oh gosh. There's more Prince. Prince was Cher. No way. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. It was just like, that's kind of iconic, huh? Yeah. They're very, again, they are just their own force of nature. And all of those people are like, so like, they're all a little bit like, oh, like, otherworldly too and, yeah. and and very private like 
you know a lot about them, but you don't, like, who knew Prince was addicted to opiates? Or who knew, who knows much about Adele, who was married, but, you know, divorced. And, getting divorced now. Yeah. Yeah. But so. like, yeah, she but was at such a young age, you know, she chose to kind of have that, that retreat, that life, yet she comes to life on stage. So that, so interesting. I can't wait. Well, I'm, I'm not ready for it to be September already, but when we hit the nine month podcast, it's going to be fascinating. My, my Girl Scout troop, my Brownie troop was troop 369. So <gasps> it's probably- <laughs> oh, my oh, I love that. I, I love, I always love those patterns like that. Now yeah. for all of us, let's do a little rundown of like love in a three month career in a three month and and wellness in a three month and what are some things people need to know like what is you know I mean we're coming off of the fumes of the two were very like cozy cuddly be there for each other I had a great two month with Corey my husband we actually did a bunch of long overdue work on our house and got into great alignment what happens to love in the three months when we're all feeling our joy <laughs> yeah and and feeling emotionally and and the challenge is to to really step up and take the wherever you know wherever our responsibility factor lies right and and it's a great month to connect more deeply and with more fun and lightness with your partner. And this can be a romantic partner. It can be anyone, right? Um, Because if you're not in a romantic partnership, it could be a great time to find one and go find one while you're doing something that you adore. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you like to go bowling, go bowling, go join a t- league. If you like to, you know, sing in the choir, go do that. I mean, what? I don't know. You know, I'm just using some, if you, you Book know, clubs, wine clubs, strip clubs, whatever you're thinking, whatever club you like, we won't, there's no judgment here. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. so that in, in the love zone and the love department, that's very highlighted is just to really do the emotional connectivity. You know, the caveat there is that, are you up? and ready are you ready to do that are you ready to become a bit more exposed a bit more vulnerable emotionally to come to the table and actually say what it is that needs to be said and to be able to work through that in a you know in a in a positive realm i think i was reading something that's kind of a no duh but um but it never is a no duh i was reading a i think a mark manson um piece and he was talking about relationship advice he got from so many people before he got married and and one of those was you know all those conversations that you're having with your girlfriend or with your other friend or whatever about how you know how uh, sucky your relationship is right now the things that drive you crazy you should not be having those conversations with those people you should be having that conversation with your significant other wow okay so is it safe to go there during a three month of course with tact but Yes. It's like, stop complaining about it and actually dive in and do that healing work. Actually, yeah. Bring it to the table and say- What if you're single? What if you're single? If you're single, it's a time to, uh, you know, we, let's just be honest. We all have family stuff. (laughs) I was, I was searching for the right word for that. (laughs) Stuff came out. Um, 
stuff. Maybe you have some friendships that, you know, have a few unresolved issues, maybe. And then, and then really, ultimately, it's a wonderful month to, to work with yourself. To really, to, to do some, I mean, because again, that three is about self-improvement, self-exploration. It's about all of those things. So if you're, you know, if you're successfully single and happily so, go out and do, you know, just go do what's, what's bringing you some joy. Cool. If you're not happily, happily, successfully single, it's a really good time to, to step back and go, okay, I'm going to really do, do a, a deep look here you know, about what my contribute, you know, what is my contribute, you know, how do I contribute to um, the relationship dissolutions? Maybe I sit around and and sit around, maybe I sit down and look at, um, you know, my role within this and what I'm always attracting and why, you know, I mean, it's one of those things, do you remember those demotivational posters that they, they used to have those motivational (laughs) posters for offices and stuff. And then they had a whole like, totally her, horrific series. No, I've never seen those. Oh my gosh. You could look those up, but there, they were these funny, awful demotivational posters, Hilarious. but for one of them because it would have a word and then an image and then a sentence on it. And it would be, you know, like empowerment and whatever. And so <laughs> there was one that I remember that, that had a, a, a picture of a link of a chain and the link was broken. And it said, the only common denominator in your failed relationships is you. Wow. Ouch. And I was like, Oh, even softening (laughs) that blow a little bit. I'm not, my, my heart is hurting right now with that, but I hear it's, it's really, it's really true. I mean, and it doesn't have to be like combatively harsh and like banging you. And yet if we do truly look at it, we are the common denominator. You know, and you know what? It's okay to have failed. I'm always of the mind that it's not a relationship is a failure, but it's a lesson. But if yeah. you keep hitting the same lesson over and over again, I'm, this is my sag making it all pretty and stuff. But I, you know, the cancer is like we're gonna go right in there and get you. But I, that's what you know. What we need that. <laughs> we need those crab pinces sometimes because. Let me tell you, I have made the same mistake over and over. <laughs> Felicia, help! You know, yeah, don't even Felicia talk to me about my it. Life, you know. Oh, don't. But I'll tell you, you know, one of the you, you keep mentioning the word joy for the three month. You know, being responsible for your own happiness is probably one of the number one most important factors to having a successful relationship. So if you're single and not loving it you know, this might be a good month I'm hearing to perhaps work on finding that happiness no matter what. It doesn't mean you're not going to have that little ache in your heart if you're someone who wants a relationship, but go fill yourself up with things so that you're like, a relationship would be a cherry on top of the Sunday. And and that can take a quest. That can take some, like you were saying earlier, moving through some tough feelings to get there. I also... um, I would say that doing that self-improvement work, as you're saying, you know, if you are the common denominator of constantly waking up next to that guy over and over again, well, <laughs> don't do it again. Uh, go, go to uh, something with 
12 steps where that calculate on that for a minute and decide if that's really what you want and what you, you know, what you feel you deserve and um, Mm -hmm. all of all of those things. So, and again, it's a, it's a golden opportunity. It really, really is. I also, you know what I also was thinking during the two month too, is like a lot of times with relationships. And I know when I was single and I have been for many long stretches in my life that I would, always like make these lists like, well, I want a guy who's like this, this and that. And then a friend and a love coach shifted my perspective to like, okay, great, Tali, but what are you bringing to the relationship? What do you want to contribute? And I had a thing for my past because all the women in my family were kind of trained to be subservient. Like my grandfather would be like, the men would sit there at the dinner table and the women would serve them their plates. I just went along with it because I couldn't sit still and I wanted to get up. But honestly, I was like, what the hell is this? So I had a whole chip on my shoulder about like, I shouldn't have to do anything. It should be enough. that They should just get to spend time with me, you know, or something like that. Or I thought someone would just think, you know, and so really like, I probably discovered that during a three month and, and saw that, you know, did some healing there. So maybe it's a time to think, what am I bringing to the relationship? That is so beautifully said because I honestly have had this conversation more than once and I've had, you know, clients, but also friends where I have, you know, a, a, a someone I know who's an acquaintance who very much so she's just so agitated all the time because her man isn't showing up and she'll date someone. And it's like, he needs to have this much money and he needs to look like this and he needs to do that. And he needs, he needs, he needs, he needs. And finally I I said, I did say, I said, well, what are you, but what are you bringing? You know what? (gasps) Well, I mean, I'm just bringing me, you know, <laughs> you 11 too, by any chance, just one. <laughs> no comments, no comments. Yeah. So, but, but, but exactly. And I know that we're putting it in kind of black and white terms as a point of illustration. Right. And that is, uh, you know, something that we can all look at. What are we bringing? And then sometimes we have to look at the oppositional. It's like we think we're the ones responsible for bringing everything. And then right. we're acting, you know, the dregs. And we wonder why, you know, we wonder why. Because we're so nice and we're so loving. Oh, and we're so there too. Yeah. You know? And then we get the, you know, the people who don't have jobs and who are just out of jail. And, you know, I mean, I mean, again, I'm using it. But, you know, who cares? Because we've got it all covered. And then blocking, blocking our ability to be receptive and be contributed to is as much a control thing or an imbalance. So three. So I guess what we're saying in this month of three, it's like, there's you, there's the other person, and then there's the relationship. So are you tending to all three corners of that triangle? Because even exactly. in astrology, when we do composite charts, we run a chart for, if, a, if I'm doing a chart for a couple, I'll do their individual charts, and then I'll do midpoint of all of their planets and a synastry, which is a side-by-side comparison. So because what you need individually 
and what the relationship needs, what I, is those are two often very different very things. Different so things. Very this will be a month to feed all of both of those sides of yeah. things or all of those. If you have more than one partner, cause it's 2020 and you can do whatever you want. So yeah, exactly. And you know, just to, just to kind of bookmark that it's funny because I, you know, in terms of relationships, for instance, I had, you know, someone I was working with the other day, who was an eight, uh, the, the, the wife uh, in the relationship and the husband is a five and you look at their charts and you're like, Oh my gosh, this, this has got to be a train wreck, you know? And yet you talk to them, they've been married for 35 years. I mean, and all this, and you're like, how does this work? Well, he's a five and you know, the freedom, everything. And he works out of town. Huh? And he has for all of their lives, they've got children. They're very happy. I mean, it's a, it's an actually incredibly dynamic relationship but he's not he's not living there for two weeks out of out of the right 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 and that works perfectly for both of them you know it's like and so make sure this is the month to kind of tend to that tend to your needs and tend to the relationships needs so career wise or you know we have all our astropreneurs out there um whether you're an intrapreneur intrapreneurial astropreneur with a with a nine to five or whatever hours you work or you're your own boss or side hustling. Um, what's, what's the magic of the three month of joy, creativity, and, you know, self, um, and you know, Oh, the magic of the three month for the, the astropreneur is great and varied. And I mean that, Oh my gosh, this, if you are, uh, uh, you know, career wise, if you've been working on your book, on your blog, on your course, on your, you've been getting your, your media kit ready. You've been, you know, getting something else in line. You're working on that last piece of your website. You're really trying to, you know, all of those things, all of the creativity, this is the time to give it that push and to, to launch, to push if you're not ready for launch, but to really commit to it and, and go to the the depth and breadth and make it happen. Have that confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Because can bring on every self-doubting thought that could ever fling into the far corners of your brain. And it, you know, it can feel overwhelming and, oh my God, I'm, I'm a fraud. I, I, I can't do this. I, oh my God, you know, all of that. So that's part of the energy of the three as well. And what I will always say with the energy of the three is just, is single task. Uh-huh single task, even though you're going to want to multi, 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 multitask, single <laughs> task, and you will, and, you know, and, and when you get that, that wall of doubt, you know, just breathe for a second, get up and, you know, do a jumping jack or whatever, a down dog and, uh, and then get back to it and go one more step, one more step, one more step. And three energy get really neurotic and frazzled. Yep. You feel like overwhelmed. I'm thinking of my husband, who's a 33 six. Oh, so scattered. He does so not many ideas. Multi. He oh. his brain is so filled with in, ingenuity, but like he, one of his when whenever we get in a fight, he's like storming around, and I'm like, Corey, what do you need? He's like, I'm just trying to get it all done. I'm just trying to get it all done. I'm like, oh, that that is the famous watch phrase where I'm like, I'm going to take the dog for a walk or go a very long walk. far away from you right now. So you can just move through. I can't help you. So we may all be in, I got to get it all done mode snapping. Yeah. And so 
you don't, you do have to get it all done, but a three month sounds like, what if you brought in that, remember to get it done joyfully, get creative with your solutions. Yes. And also, and if that means many hands make light work or stopping to come up with a plan before you just dive in and right. master, master lists, you can tick off those items one at a time. I can see that. Yeah, I'm just be taking notes. <laughs> yeah, and just be open to some of those more creative. You know, it's it's again go outward rather than inward in the three month. Go socialize. Go to a meetup. Go to a mastermind. Go, you know, read a, a book. Listen to a podcast. Oh, yeah. Do something to infuse a little bit of synergy, energy, different information because. I, you know, working alone as much as I do, and I think you, you're you similar, do. is that we do get blinders on where we don't even know they're, they're there. You know, right. we're working in our heads and in our own little world and we don't get out and, and, you know, and there's so much to be said for, um, for bouncing I mean, off. It's, uh, I'm doing the self-expression leadership program at Landmark right now. And it, one, and they train you in doing a community project and how to back up into it and get off. But what's really, I mean, I'm pretty good at projecting, Yes. Uh, what I wasn't good at is, you know, in, in Landmark, their whole methodology is that you create a possibility, a way of being. So I created fun and ease. And so I all, you know, a very three months. So I'm, I try to get in that with all of my projects, but also um, just being around a community. I think there's maybe about 60 people in my, in my class with me. And so every Wednesday night I go and, you know, I've been getting out in the community because I'm my project is reviving the art walk in my neighborhood in Seattle. So I've been connecting to people who I know in my community. And it's just like, then I come home and I have to write horoscopes and it's like, oh, wow, this is just flowing. Like that hit of energy. Um, yeah. And I, I started that during a three year and it really, it was like my, I was last, you know, in 2019 being a three year like literally, and I could see this in March being ready to kick in again for people, but the, the loneliness and isolation of being a writer primarily really got to me. And even going to a co-working space didn't do it. It was like, I had to do something like yes. back to doing landmark classes and being that group setting. I had done them years ago where I was in this positive energy of people wanting me to win and like, you know, it was great for me and it really just got me back in the flow. So anything like that, right? Whether exactly. it's any book club, wine club, strip club, self-help group, <laughs> book all club, that. wine club, strip club. Yes. That's the yes. trinity of a three month. Go to all. <laughs> Go to all. Really in that order. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> strip club, wine club, book club. Ugh, no. Yeah, I think book club, wine club. Strip club. Okay. That, that, I think that that's the trifecta there. <laughs> imagine wine club, book club, strip club, like that would just not work. Okay. Well, on that note, before I go down a bottle of Pinot Noir from Oregon, um, let's just wrap this up with a little bit of a wellness, wellness tips for the three month. Like what, what kind of exercise or eating or just what, how do you get in the flow? How do you keep that spring training? Get it kicked it off it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like spring training. And it's funny because I, I honestly, I have worked, I figured out early as a three life path, 
I figured out in my early college that I had to work out very rigorously and consistently. Not, you know, yes, for physical stuff, but it was for my mental and emotional health. It Mm -hmm. really is something that I do um, very, very religiously and consistently just because I have to. I feel horrible if I don't. And uh, I feel sorry for anyone around me uh, if I haven't. Mm-hmm. And so with that, it's it's any, and again, I would, in terms of just, um, I don't know, putting out the red carpet for the three, for the month, for those who aren't a three, it's a time where it's, it'd be great to ex- explore something new. I mean, maybe you've wanted to go try Orange Theory and go get the free the free first thing, see if you like it. Go and to now I'm going to have to go to Orange Theory because you're literally like the fifth person where that's come up, you know? Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Orange Theory you can do, you Sounds know? Fun. A little goat yoga goes a long way. You know, I mean, <laughs> heard of goat yoga, right? <laughs> seriously, my daughter went to goat yoga one time. She said, this <laughs> I was invited and I was busy and I'm not a thousand percent mad about that fact but one day I might go one day might do it I don't know why goat yoga came to my mind but it no did. but namaste that's my namaste I'm oh, sorry <laughs> this is horrible so bad so bad Sorry, everyone. Okay. It's sorry. Yes. Oh, if, if anyone listens to Tali now, you know, we always kind of go off this precipice at some point. We just get into We try into- to keep the podcast short, but it never works. You know, we just have to go on our... And on, you know, our, on our way, but 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 to go back to the three with with um, with health, I think it definitely is. If we have tendencies to eat our emotions, mm. good time to be aware of that and and aware of how that that works. And uh, in terms of love and 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 the and and this co- um, collating or coinciding, mm-hmm. someone in my I used to know in my past always said, don't reach for your plate, reach for your mate. So maybe that (laughs) is something, a little, a little mantra that you could think about for the three, because it is a very fun, engaging time. And it would be a good time to, you know, ignite that part of your life as well. And, um, and the three in terms of health is good for mental health. So if you have been kind of on the on the fence about going to get some EMDR or do some therapy or have a past life regression or do some hypnotherapy or you know anything in that realm it's really a good time to uh to do that to step into that as so, well. So there you have it don't what you're saying earlier we need to vocalize our emotions instead of stuffing them down. Re- I'm going to reach for my mate and not my plate. Corey, I'm hungry. Come here, baby. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> He's going to be like, leave me alone. I'm an Aries. Okay. I've, I've, I'm just trying to get it all done. I'm just trying to get it all done. <laughs> well, I want, I want to be on your punch list, darling. So get, <laughs> no, get it all. Yeah, exactly. Can I be included in that? Yeah. Um, well, there you have it. There you have it. So Happy three month, everyone. Felicia, um, are you currently offering numerology readings? Why don't you tell everyone how they can reach you if they want to have their numer- their numbers done, which I highly recommend. You're my yes, yes. 
yes, you can uh, take a look at FeliciaBender.com. I've got sessions that, uh, that I'm doing there. We've got a monthly forecast going on. And pretty soon, we'll be launching some online courses as well. So if you oh, are cool. numerology curious and would just like to kind of dig in a little deeper, that'll be offered uh, fairly soon. So I'll be putting the word out as soon as those are up and oh, up. I'm excited to I'm yeah. excited for that, Felicia. And, oh, you know, you're, I just love your approach to numerology. You really, as we say, we bring the stars down to earth and then you're the practical numerologist. When we met in Tulum and then when I got a reading from you, it was just a match made in numbers heaven. And, you know, you're so caring and so thoughtful and so worldly. You're, you know, you've, you've, um, you draw from such a great, uh, pool of knowledge and experience in your readings and advise people from there. So guys, get your numbers done, get your numbers done. And we'll be back in April to talk about the four. We hope you like this new format because I certainly do. I think it was, I, we managed to talk about all the life path numbers, but you know, I like, I love this, you know, I love experimenting in the spirit of the three and playing with new formats so that the whole show works for you, not just a slice of it. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. And you can read more about numerology on our website, too, at astrostyle.com slash numerology, numerology, or follow us at Astro Twins. And we'll see you next month. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. You can check us out on social media at Astro Twins. And head over to our website, astrostyle.com, for daily horoscopes, cosmic coaching, and a ton of tools to support you on your astropreneurial journey.